BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and 15 gigs of data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com slash jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com slash jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Someone resigned at the FBI. Woohoo! No, it's actually not good news. I'll explain. We have Margot Cleveland here to help me explain Blake Masters, Bill Clinton, all that and more coming up tonight on I'm Right. These letters that I sent follow up on a May 31st, 2022 letter to the Justice Department the FBI, and the Inspector General. In those letters, I provided evidence of extreme left-wing bias shown by a special agent in charge by the name of Tim Tebow. He is special agent in charge of the FBI's Washington field office. Hmm. Tim Tebow. Well, he certainly was a special agent. Tim Tebald apparently was not only knee-deep in the election fraud stuff, Tim Tebald has been escorted out of the building. This news broke yesterday. Apparently a couple security-looking types took this special agent and escorted him out of the building. Now, maybe right now, maybe you're sitting there saying, Woo! Nice! Thank goodness we got him! 
Finally getting some accountability out there. Look at the FBI running scared. No, 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 no. I don't want to burst your bubble, but what you're seeing is actually terrible, beyond terrible, because this is, but you know what? Pause for a moment. Let's do a little history. We've talked about this before on the show, but let's do a little history, all right? Stalin, the Soviet Union was broken up into parts, provinces, states, whatever you want to call them. Just think about them like states. And he wanted a bunch of people murdered to make sure any political dissidents would be out. So he'd appoint his NKBD, KGB, but guys, secret police. He'd appoint agents to a certain area, a certain state, and he'd give them quotas to kill everybody. Ah, you got 20,000 people to kill this year. Let's go, get on it. Start shooting people in the head. Okay? So they all did it, right? You did what you had to do, or Stalin would shoot you in the head. I mean, they're all monsters, but still. But those guys... How did it end for those guys, the NKVD agent in charge? Did he end up with a nice promotion all the time? Rarely. Normally, it ended this way. Knock at his door in the middle of the night, opens up the door. He finds another group of NKVD agents who were there to arrest him and take him out and shoot him in the head. Why? Because Stalin needed somebody to blame, needed a fall guy. There was always going to be an outcry when you commit crimes that much, so Stalin would always look for some kind of fall guy and say, oh, it was that out-of-control agent in charge. Hey, what are you doing killing all those people? And they go take him out and kill him. Yeah, I have no doubt this Tom, or Tim T-Ball guy is a weapons-grade communist scumbag. I have no doubt about that at all. But I also have no doubt about this. One, he's a scapegoat. The, the higher-ups who are really doing these things, they're throwing him to us to try to placate the angry mob. That's what they're doing. And I have no doubt about something else. Mr. Producer, please go ahead and write this down. Tim Tebow, he used his position at the Federal Bureau of Investigation. He used that position to attack people he didn't like politically. That should be life in prison. It should be. Not just as justice, that should be life in prison so everyone else at the FBI who even considers doing something like that poops their pants in fear and they decide not to. They have to watch this guy burn or else they'll be tempted to do it too. But Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow's going to be just fine. They're not even going to arrest him. They're not going to charge him. He's going to walk away scot-free. What's going to happen to him? Man, he's going to live a life of disgrace. No, he's not. He was a good servant to the system. Tim Tebow, he'll be working at Harvard, CNN. He'll get a job at some communist left-wing think tank in D.C. Tim Tebow, this is the start of an illustrious career with a bunch of money. Sure, he's got to have a couple uncomfortable questions from the press now, gets escorted out of the building, but he was a good little boy, and he will be rewarded in the end, not punished. Mark my words. And rest assured, there should be lots of punishment for lots of people at the FBI. You remember this clip from Mark Zuckerberg on Joe Rogan's show we played for you? There was a lot of attention on Twitter during the election because of the Hunter Biden laptop story. The New York Yeah, we Post. have that too. Yeah, so you guys censored that as well? So we took a different path than Twitter. Um, I mean, basically the background here is the FBI, I think basically came to us, uh, some, some folks on our team, it was like, hey, um, just so you know, like you should be on high alert. There was the, we we thought that there was a lot of Russian propaganda in the 2016 election. We have 
it on notice that basically there's about to be some kind of dump of, of um, uh, that's similar to that. So just be vigilant. Still a jaw-dropping little bit of information. The FBI, not involved in the story in any way, woke up, saw a negative story about Hunter Biden that would hurt Joe, and they ran to Facebook. Joining me now, Margot Cleveland, Siegel legal, senior legal correspondent at the Feminists. At the Feminists, I can't talk today. At the Federalist, not the Feminist. Margot. Um, you said, quote, Zuckerberg's admission of FBI meddling in 2020 election is even bigger than, ex than it seems. It seems pretty daggone big, Margot. Why is it even bigger than that? Thanks, Jesse. So it does seem big, but it seems that it was almost a one-day story of, oh, yeah, the FBI is meddling. But you got to look at what he said. It wasn't that they saw this negative story and went to Facebook. It was before the story dropped that they said it's about to drop. And the other part you have to keep in mind here is when you look at the New York Post article, what I did is I went back to see what was going on contemporaneously. And the New York Post said that they reached out to the FBI for comment and the FBI directed them to the US Attorney's Office. They reached out to Hunter Biden for comment they reached out to Joe Biden for comment. Everyone knew the story was going to drop. The FBI knew it, Biden knew it, Hunter Biden knew it. It was in the story that they reached out. And what happens when a reporter reaches out? They say, this is the story I'm gonna run. I wanted to get your comments on it. What do we now know? We know from Facebook that the FBI went and said, a story is about to drop, and he said, in the context of it being Russian disinformation, our FBI lied to the media to get them to censor a story that directly impacted the 2020 election. This is outrageous. And you have to continue on to look at the other breadcrumbs we have. FBI is not just going to Facebook you know that they have contacts with Twitter. Twitter didn't do what Facebook did. And that's what the clip, continu the, the, the clip continues. It says that what we did was different than Twitter. Twitter completely censored the story. They locked President Trump's account, his campaign account out, so they couldn't retweet it. They also banned the New York Post. They bumped them off. And we're talking right before the election. You know they went to Twitter. We also have all of the leftist media running the same story, Russian disinformation. This came from a lie from the FBI. I also went back and looked at what were the stories reporting? What were those people with knowledge of the situation saying? Both the New York Times and the Washington Post relying on either FBI, intelligent community sources saying it's Russian disinformation. That is a blatant lie. It wasn't Russian disinformation. It caused them to censor the story. If you listen to the debate with Biden and Trump, nobody was gonna talk about it. Trump brought it up. And what happens, Biden says, 
50 experts have all said that this is bunk. And what did Trump say? Are you telling me this is Russia, Russia, Russia? And Biden uh, Hold on, hold on. I actually have this video clip for people who Please. missed it. I have this video clip. Play it real quick. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plan. They have said that this is, has all the four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend, Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now yeah. another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly be. what, is this that's where exactly you're going? what This is told. where he's going. The that, laptop right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Gentlemen, Russia? I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Mr. Here we go President? again with Russia. My favorite part of that whole thing, well, the part I hate the most about that whole thing, Margot, is watching the lapdog debate moderator jump in when we have that kind of a bombshell happening on the stage and jump in and say, I want to stay focused on race. Oh, I'm sure you do. And you might not have caught it, but I actually remembered when this happened live. Biden said, that's what I was told. So who told him this? And now this is where you just have to use basic logic. Presidents and presidential candidates get defensive briefings. I have for the last three years said, why didn't they give him a defensive briefing on this? Well, they might have decided we're not gonna give a defensive briefing so he has this plausible deniability. But there is no way that the FBI did not talk to Biden after the story broke whether it was Biden saying, hey, what's the story about? Or it was the FBI saying, hey, the story's about to break. We need to give you a briefing on it. They had the laptop. They knew it was legitimate. They either lie to Biden or Biden lied to us. If they lie to Biden, they were not giving him a defensive briefing, which he needed to have. If they did what whistleblowers have claimed, which is they didn't look at the laptop, they put it away in a drawer until after the election, they put at risk our national security because you know what was on that laptop? Hunter Biden was on that laptop saying, I think the Russians stole this other laptop I have and it has blackmailable material on it. This is Spygate and the Mar-a-Lago rape combined. This is much worse than anything else. And yes, people are saying, wow, listen to that. It's it's not even, I don't even know how to, to convey how bad why this is. Why is it worse, Margot? I, I know it's worse. Why, put it into words, why is it worse than Spygate? Spygate's pretty bad, Margot. Right. It is the FBI directly meddling in the election by lying to our media, which has a First Amendment right to free speech, to get the media to censor, to censor a story that is contrary to whoever their preferred candidate is. And it worked. It worked. We have polls that show afterwards, if people knew about this, it would have changed the outcome of the election. But not only am I saying it's worse, in one way it's better because this is not the web of Spygate. We can't 
sit back and say, well, it's so complex, we can't figure out. We can figure out exactly who did this. Who went to Facebook? Who went to Twitter? Did anybody from the Biden campaign work with the FBI folks? Did anybody go to those 50 former CIA agents, et cetera, and say, hey, we need you to put this story out there. There are people and there are papers that can get to the bottom of this. The FBI, our country's FBI, interfered in the 2020 election by getting our media, the free press, to censor a story. I am outraged. And yes, people are talking about it, but not nearly at the level they need to be. Margo, switching gears here real quick, so I want to get your thoughts on this. There was a lot of talk about the affidavit, the warrant, the affidavit, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. You've done some digging into this. Was it just one gigantic fishing expedition? What was this thing? We still have no official explanation. This was a giant fishing expedition, but it was a fishing expedition met merely for the voyage. They wanted to get Trump. I don't think they really cared what the documents were and what else they might find. Maybe they did, but this was all about pinning a crime on Trump and getting him out of politics forever and possibly even getting him in jail. The search warrant affidavit made clear that Trump's lawyers went to, to DOJ and said, look, this isn't classified. And even if it was, it's not a crime because the uh, the statute that makes possession and mishandling of classified information doesn't apply to Trump by its language. So what did the FBI do? They then found these other three statutes that don't really apply and squeezed the facts in there so that they could search his residence. This is a fishing expedition. But again, it was more, they wanted to go on the voyage. They wanted to go out because they wanted to sink Trump forever. Margot Cleveland, go read her stuff at The Federalist. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for the time, Jesse. Look, I've said it before. I'll say it again. When America finally ends or breaks up or however all this awfulness stops, the systems all in effort to destroy Donald Trump, the get Trump at any cost effort will be on the short list of key things that destroy this country. There's no question about it. From the media to the FBI to the Democrats, to, uh, just they all went all in throughout the rule book to purge themselves of Donald Trump and it, it's destroyed us for now. All right. We can ask Blake Masters about the FBI. Hopefully he's going to be a senator from Arizona and a good one. What can we do? We're going to talk to him about that next. First, let's talk about you and the timeshare you're stuck in. Did you get yourself a timeshare? Mad about it? Maybe you don't use it anymore. Maybe you never used it. You know, that happens, right? You get in the timeshare seminar. Oh, the beach looks pretty. You just never had the time or the money to make it happen. Well, they tell you you can't get out. They tell you, no, 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 read the fine print. You're basically in for life. Annual fees forever. I know what they do. Lone Star Transfer can get you out. They've been doing this for so long, they've helped over 16,000 people get out. They guarantee it. They guarantee it in writing and in a specific time frame. That's the ultimate Babe Ruth calling of your shot. Call Lone Star Transfer and let them get you out. 844-310-2646. 
844-310-2646 or LoneStarTransfer.com. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. What's it like running for office as a candidate who actually believes what you say? You know, somebody who agrees with you and me. Well, you know, I did this once, actually, in the state of Arizona. And here's how it works when you're one of the guys considered too far to the right. Well, first they ignore you in the primary. Then the establishment losers in the GOP throw a bunch of money against you in the primary. And then you win in the end because your ideas are good and their ideas suck. And then you're in that post-primary phase when you're the candidate. And they know, they know they should be getting in to help you, but they have to do the pouty thing because all these politicians are just 15-year-old girls who've been spited by their boyfriend. And right now, I think that's an appropriate time to bring in Blake Masters, my friend from Arizona, running for Senate there, going to win. We need him to win. Blake, what's it like running as somebody who actually has values and believing in something and having to have the pouty phase from the GOP establishment? I'm just laughing at your characterization of it, Jesse. That's uh, that's pretty funny. But um, I wish I could uh, wish I could say I disagreed. But you know, I think people are going to come on board. Arizona is eminently yeah. winnable. I'm going after Mark Kelly. We're taking the fight to him every day. Yeah, look, I wasn't the establishment's preferred candidate, but you know what? The people of Arizona chose me to go after Mark Kelly. They want me to be the next senator for Arizona. So yeah, look, the media, you know, they pounce. Uh, they say Blake's too far right. And then some people in the grassroots, they think I'm being too moderate. Um, and you can't please all the people, but what you can do is just say what you think, be bold, be unafraid, tell the truth, see what happens. Well, I don't think I'd ever call you too moderate. Too far to the right sounds about perfect for me. All right, Blake, uh, big news yesterday. FBI agent, this Tom Tibalt, gets escorted out of the building because it appears he's been all over Donald Trump from hiding the Hunter Biden laptop stuff to, according to Trump's people, he was the one behind the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, whatever, not about Trump. That sounds like an organization that can't continue to exist anymore, Blake. I'm not going to ask you to agree with me on that, but escorting an FBI agent out of the building who did that to his political opponent isn't near enough. The rest of them have to see someone like that go to prison. I think that's right. You know, maybe the FBI can continue to exist, but it needs to be depoliticized. And that means you need to fire and probably investigate uh, and prosecute a lot of the top political brass of the organization. You know, maybe there's some good rank and file people. Maybe you agree with that. But what we're seeing now from from Joe Biden's DOJ, Merrick Garland's weaponized DOJ and FBI, it really is coming close to the end of America. Like you can't have law enforcement selectively enforce the law and attack Republicans, attack conservatives uh, and, and protect Democrats. Like that's not the way it works. That's not America. That's Venezuela. That's, uh, you know, Honduras. This is un-American. And so sometimes, and I see the media coming after me, they're saying, oh, Blake is talking bad about law enforcement. No, I love law enforcement. When it enforces the law, 
and on a neutral and equal basis, right? I think, and now this latest revelation that uh, revelation that um, the FBI coerced Facebook into censoring oh. the Hunter Biden laptop story. You have militarized federal law enforcement working with a, a trillion dollar mega corporation to alter the results of an election. Like that is so crazy. That's banana republic stuff. And I don't care if it's post primary and it ruffles some feathers. I'm going to still talk about that because it's important that we get to the bottom of this before it's too late. Blake, why can't the left see it? And, and I mean it this way. I, if just You just described it pretty perfectly, but it's an organization. Let's call it 100 people. I know it's a lot more than that. If I start a company and I have 100 people there and all my vice presidents are scumbags, all the guys underneath them are scumbags, the top of the company is scumbags, but I've got four decent people working in the mailroom, I don't have a company with a couple bad apples. I have a bad company. The guys in the mailroom are going to have to go to something else. Why can't the left see that you're creating some kind of monolith that's going to knock on your door one day, too, when you give them this kind of power? Well, they're short-sighted, but you said it. It's because they're they're intoxicated with that power, right? We on the right understand this. We believe in limited government, right? Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. The left thinks that this weaponized machine, oh, it's convenient because they're only going after their political enemies. No, someday that machine's going to get turned on the left. And I don't want that. I don't want the FBI to be partisan in a, in a right-leaning direction. No, we want equal administration of justice. We want the rule of law. But the left is playing with fire here. It really is. And once you let that genie out of the bottle, of course, you get authoritarianism. And it's really hard uh, to defeat. That's why we need to put a stop to it now. Blake, I saw the communists were going after you for complaining about diversity, taking a nice little smart Alex shot about diversity. But it really is true, Blake. We have bad inflation it's crushing working families right now gas prices crushing working people right now and the associated press runs an article bragging about how diverse the team at the fed is this diversity thing has become some sort of sickness out there where people actually act like that that actually matters performance is what matters and isn't that what we used to be that's right. No, it's so ridiculous. You know, diversity, the, the, all, what you look like, it, it ought to be irrelevant, right? What matters is, can you do the job? And so when I see headlines like that, it just tells me people are focused on the wrong thing. You know, I, I made a reply video when all the outrage happened. I said, look, I don't care if every single employee at the Federal Reserve is a black lesbian. That'd be fine, as long as they're not hired because of their race or because of who they sleep with. As long as they're hired because they're the most competent person, well, hey, Great, no problems, right? People don't care. People are tired of this affirmative action regime uh, and we're tired of being made to feel less than or somehow that our moral worth is dependent on our identity characteristics. That's left-wing identity politics. It doesn't work. Speaking of which, thanks for teeing that one up for me, Blake. Here was Corinne yesterday. It is not that simple. It's not just that people are walking uh, across uh, across the border. We have a, we have a, a plan in place. Uh, this is not like switching the, the, the lights on, right? This is going to take a process. We are fixing a broken system that was actually left uh, by the last administration. Blake, they don't think people are actually walking across the border. Have these people ever been to the southern border? Have, have, has they, have they visited Arizona at any point in time? Uh, I'm, I'm sure she hasn't, and she's obviously completely incompetent, obviously just doesn't even understand the basics of what's going on. But that's not a, a gaffe so much as just a, a perfect stand-in for this whole Biden 
regime for the whole Biden administration. These people are ideological. They're not particularly smart. They have no idea what's going on. And that's why, Jesse, you've got 5 million illegals coming here. You've got fentanyl that's killing American teenagers. We've got double digit inflation. Like the Democrats have ruined everything they touch. And it's because they don't care about what actually works. They just care about their demented ideological preferences. Blake, one of the things, it's hard to talk about on my show, TV or radio, because of the atrocities are so bad, but one of the things people do not understand is we have one of the largest human trafficking operations in the entire world operating on our southern border, and the things that happen to these people, I don't want anyone to come here illegally, I want every illegal deported, but I still am a human being who understands what happens to women and children on this journey. It should be headline news across the world, not just nationally. It's... It's shocking, man, when you get the details from these Border Patrol guys. That's right. Children are being raped. Children are being sold into sexual slavery. Uh, Women are being horribly, horribly abused. Uh, Men are being sold into indentured servitude. This is modern-day slavery. Um, Murder in Tucson has almost doubled in three years. In Phoenix, it's up quite a bit. Police officers are getting attacked at at an alarming clip. And you know what? This is Mark Kelly's fault. It's obviously Joe Biden's fault, but my message is Mark Kelly my opponent here in this race, he's not some innocent bystander who's just uh, powerless. He was the 50th vote in the Senate, in a deadlocked Senate. Biden needs Mark Kelly's vote. And Mark Kelly, one senator, could have put a stop to this border crisis. 18 months ago, Kelly could have called Biden and said, Mr. President, you're not getting a damn thing from me. Not one single vote, not one piece of funding, not one vote for an appointee, unless and until we finish the wall and back up our border patrol. He failed to do that. And so that means all these dead American teenagers who overdosed on fentanyl, all these kids who are getting raped and sold into sexual slavery, that's on Mark Kelly. That's on Mark Kelly. He knows that I will take that fight to him and ask him that, which is why he's so far refused to debate me in this race. Blake, how could people support you? I want them to support you. I know it's a super tight race. Thank you, Jesse. Very simple. Just go to blakemasters.com. Chip in if you can. If you can't donate five or 10 bucks, donate with your time. Let's make phone calls. Let's knock on doors. That's how we win this election. Appreciate you, my man. Thanks, Jesse. All right. Why is Joe Biden unpopular? You're probably not going to like the answer, but we'll talk about that next. Before we talk about that, the truth is, we were just talking to Blake about the GOP and the FBI and... You've heard me rant a thousand times about how they're going to pat us on the head once they take power. Well, it's just a couple bad apples, guys. Well, hold on. I love the FBI, guys, because we have a low-T GOP. That's why I call them that. I've joked several times on the show before, but honestly, it's not a joke. Maybe I should have Chuck send them all a male vitality stat. You know, they're all natural herbal supplements, not chemical medical filth, but... 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days? You should see the emails I get from senior citizens talking about Jesse. Oh my goodness, my energy. Jesse, go get a male vitality stack from Chaw. Ladies, get a female vitality stack. I'm half tempted to tell you to get an extra one and send it to your GOP congressman, but I'll handle that on my end. You get 30% off everything on the website. When you go to choq.com, promo code Jesse. CHOQ.com, promo code JESSE. What am I doing here? Let's have a frank talk about what we are and what we aren't as a nation anymore. All right? Let's have a frank talk about it. Joe Biden is unpopular. Unpopular with Democrats. 
Joe Biden's campaigning for John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Big deal, right? Except John Fetterman didn't even bother to show up. Now, before I, before I go into my rant, I want, to, I want to make sure you understand something. I ran for office once. Uh, twice, actually. Lost both times. It was U.S. Congress in Arizona. Don't worry about it. I sucked. But I ran for office once. I won the Republican nomination. And once you win the Republican nomination, you go up against a Democrat. You know how all this works. Well, when you're new to politics, as I was, I'd never run for anything before. And never will again, by the way. But never run for anything before. You're struggling to make a name for yourself and struggling to legitimize yourself. You've never been in politics, so people don't know who you are. Jesse Kelly, I've never heard of him. Who is this tall, very handsome candidate? I'm sure that's what they were saying. Anyway, they don't know who you are. So how do you gain that legitimacy? You get heavy hitters from your political party to come in and do an event for you. Do, they'll do a fundraising for you. Uh, back when I was running for Congress, John Boehner was the Speaker of the House, or getting ready, to be, getting ready to be Speaker of the House. But he was the most powerful Republican in Congress, and he was getting ready to be Speaker of the House. After I won my primary, boom, John Boehner's people get a hold of my people. We want to come out and do a fundraiser with Jesse. And then all the rich people show up because they want to meet John Boehner. That, that's how politics work. You want the heaviest hitter you can from your party to come in, help give you a boost. Joe Biden is the president of the United States of America. He's a Democrat, president of the United States of America. You're John Fetterman. You're a big dumb oaf who just had a stroke and now you can't talk and you're running for Senate in the state of Pennsylvania, the critical state, and the polls have that race neck and neck, super tight. The president of the United States of America comes to Pennsylvania and Fetterman gave him the old, oh gosh. I would love to be there, Joe, but I've got, I've got a thing. I'm, you're on your own, Joe. Ouch. That is the snub of snubs. It's not the first time it's happened to Joe Biden. Stacey Abrams did the same thing to him in Georgia. Biden went down to Georgia, and Abrams did the same thing. Ah, scheduling conflict. She actually said that. We can't come. Which brings us back to what are we as a country? You see poll after poll after poll. The, the latest one came out. 56% of Democrats don't want Joe Biden to run again. So while Democrats, the party itself, their approval rating is going up. No, it's not good yet, but it's going up. Democrats themselves don't like Joe Biden. Why? What are we as a country? We've become a nation so flighty, so emotional, so lacking in sober logic we're a country that simply votes for the cool guy now. It's the, the, the vote for president, who you want to be president, is nothing more than your high school voting on who should be prom queen and who should be prom king. We all know it's going to be the starting quarterback once again, Mr. Perfect Teeth dating the cheerleader because it's a popularity contest. Why was Barack Obama president for eight years? Barack Obama was and is a man who despised the United States of America. He is a vicious anti-American communist, completely out of step with most Americans. How does a guy like that get elected twice? He's cool. Hey, man, let me shoot some oops. Anyone, anyone got my music playlist? Got some rap on there. I'm a he was cool. Joe Biden. Joe Biden just personally sucks. And that's the problem. And that, it is the problem. Because I want people to dislike Joe Biden 
for his ridiculous communist policies that he's not really putting in. We'll get to that in a minute. But I want people to hate him for his policies, but they don't. They hate him because he's a jerk to everybody. He's just a weapons-grade jerk. He always has been a jerk. For 30, 40 years, he's been on camera treating people like crap, a jerk his whole life. Now he's still a jerk. When they finally let him out of the basement, he's a jerk to somebody, and then they stuff him right back down in the basement again. He's just not a likable human being. He's a nasty cuss. He's going to give some big speech tomorrow. Don't worry, we'll bring you some of it. And it's about the soul of the nation. Write this one down, Mr. Producer. It's going to be a nasty, divisive, name-calling, just bitter thing. And Americans don't like it, so they want him gone. But here's the thing. He's still, at least face-wise, the head of the regime right now. So they're doing the best they can to rehabilitate his image in the media, in all his circles, because they all run together, right? Everyone you see on MSNBC, CNN, they just got out of uh, Congressman Jerkwater's office in communications or some D.C. communist think tank or Harvard, and they'll go right back there when they're done at MSU. It's just one big nasty club, right? So they're still out there telling you, Joe's the best. But the president did allow a little slip uh, this week. Uh, so Isn't he uh, the greatest? Yeah, he, well, I mean, he just has to sort of call it like he sees it. Well. <laughs> just... He's the best. But okay, let's get to something else here. And this is something that's been talked about a lot, but we really do have to understand who the players are in the game. You know who Susan Rice is, right? You know who Lisa Monaco is. These are both Obama's people. They're sitting in Joe Biden's administration at various levels. These are the people, along with Jill, running the United States of America. Now, that's important because, well, they're vicious anti-American scumbag communists, just like Barack Obama was. You see, Joe Biden, I'm about to play you a little video, but it's not a one-off. I mean, here's Joe Biden. He's not in charge of anything. Where everybody thought anything would go. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I took control. I shouldn't do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Go ahead. You tell me. I think we're going to go ahead and um, have the rest of the conversation um, close for us. And thank you all so much. Mr. President, are you concerned that the National Security Compromise Look at how lost that feeble old fool is. Hey, uh... I'm not allowed to do that. And again, that's not a one-off. How many times have we brought you video like that? Uh, I was uh, I was instructed to call on... Oh, I, I shouldn't say this. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm not allowed to do that. Joe Biden isn't in control of the administration. Nobody's apparently in control of Dome, if you'll allow me to sidetrack for a second. <laughs> NASA had to scrub a launch in Dome. They asked poor Dome to... Uh, Address the failed launch, and here she is. I will say that today um, was a very important day, and while a lot of folks might be disappointed that the launch did not actually happen, a lot of good work really happened today. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Anyway. Well, it's not just Joe Biden's policies that are unpopular. It's Joe Biden himself, and that is the problem we have in the country. Joe Biden's not running the country. 
but Joe Biden's the face. He has to be the face, right? So he's the president of the United States of America. And you can't make Kamala the face. That was always the plan. As soon as old Joe just can't physically do it anymore, push him on out back the door, bring Dome in to take over. Well, she's so terrible at everything, as you see right there. Now we're back to having Joe Biden be the face with Barack Obama's anti-American communists holding the puppet strings over him. That's where we are right now. But sadly, we're not in a place where Americans hate Joe Biden for his disastrous policies, for the Afghanistan withdrawal, which we'll discuss next, for inflation, gas prices. Oh, they're mad about those things, but they're, they're not really assigning that to Joe and the Democrats. They're mad that Joe's a jerk. No ability like likability, I guess. All right, we'll address the Afghanistan thing next. Before we get to that, let's get to this. Oxford Gold Group. I tell you all the time to buy gold. I have an email right here. Jesse, I uh, just read about ESG, which I talked to you a lot about. My understanding is that money in a bank can be locked from our use. How does gold help in this situation? Okay, well, let's do the math on this. Because you realize this has happened in American history before, right? With Americans showing up at the bank. Today, it'd probably be online. You'd be trying to transfer money in the bank and say, nope, sorry. What do you do? What do you do if you can't access your money anymore? Well, let me tell you something. You ever, ever read about the breakup of Yugoslavia? I'm not going to go into the details of it, but you should understand this. You know one of the main ways people bought things? Because you still need things, no matter what. It's the zombie apocalypse. You still need things, goods and services to survive. You know one of the main things they used for currency back then? Bic lighters, cigarette lighters. Gold coins give you the power to still purchase goods and services if everything goes bad. Call Oxford Gold Group, 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Don't do anything drastic. I don't need you to do that. Get some gold. They'll deliver real gold, gold coins to your front door. Some gold. Keep yourself safe. 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm here to announce the completion of our withdrawal from Afghanistan and the end of the military mission to evacuate American citizens, third country nationals, and vulnerable Afghans. The last C-17 lifted off from Hamad Karzai International Airport on August 30th this afternoon at 3.29 p.m. East Coast time. And the last manned aircraft is now clearing the airspace above Afghanistan. I'm never gonna get over it. I'm never going to get past it. I'm, I'm never going to get over spending 20 years in some useless, meaningless war where our guys fought and bled and died with no mission at all. We have them from the very early stages. Donald Rumsfeld basically saying, I don't even know what we're doing here. I'm never, I'm never going to forget 20 years of loss of life. We're not even going to mention the finances we sunk into that place only to end it in the most internationally embarrassing way possible. First and foremost, obviously getting 13 of our brave warriors killed, leaving billions of dollars of our equipment that you paid for, I paid for. The Taliban are walking around right now and driving around in things you paid for. I'll never forget drone striking an innocent family of 10, including seven children on the way out. I will never forget a general 
kicking people off of one of those C-17s so he could load up a war souvenir Hilux onto his plane. Don't remember that, do you? Wonder whatever happened to that sitting in his backyard somewhere, I'm sure. I will never forget the military-industrial complex pillaging you and killing our soldiers for 20 years in this country. I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to forget it. So I just had to get that off my chest. All right. Enough of that. Let's talk about talk about something good. Let's talk about Eden Pure Thunderstorms. Eden Pure Thunderstorms make me feel good. You know why they make me feel good? Because they actually do make me feel good. I don't have allergies anymore. Look, maybe you've never had them. If you've never had them, good for you. I'm happy. Man, when you have them, you wake up. You wake up some days and you feel like you had one too many bourbons the night before. You just feel terrible. You'll feel it in your lymph nodes. Your eyes will be itchy. You're just a snotty mess. I don't remember when the last time I had that was. I bought one Eden Pure Thunderstorm off a buddy's recommendation. It worked so well, I promptly went out and got two more. Yeah, I keep one where I sleep, one where my son's sleeping, one in the general living area now. They're miraculous. Go. Go to EdenPureDeals.com because you can get a three-pack for $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com. Don't forget to use the code JESSE. That's the only way you get that discount. (laughs) Don't forget that. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE. We'll be back. Old Bill Clinton. Slick Willie. Back in the news very briefly again. No, don't get your hopes up. It's not because anyone was asking him about his connection to (coughs) Jeffrey Epstein. We'll get to that in a second. First, let's get to home title lock. Well, let's talk about home title theft. It was not something I even knew existed until I opened up my email one day and looked at my home title with my signature on it and my wife's. And I thought, uh... Honey, what did you do? Well, she didn't do anything. Home title thieves. They hack into your home title. All your home titles are online now. They hack into it and they take loans, multiple loans out against your home. You don't have any idea. Nobody gives you a call. Hey, Bob, are you taking out this loan? Loan's gone. Money gone. You have to pay that loan back. Or you can spend tens of thousands of dollars in legal fees trying to get the whole thing unwound or just get evicted. Or you can just go to HomeTitleLock.com and sign up and not have to worry about it. HomeTitleLock.com. They'll detect any tampering and shut it down immediately. All right. You know the famous therapist, adult therapist, Dr. Ruth? Well, old Slick Willie and her got together. Clinton and and Dr. Ruth talk tennis or other topics. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what they're talking about? I'll have to ask Martina what she and Mike Tyson were talking about. Interesting seatmates here. Yeah, in this big it, occasion, very right there. Look, look at these two. They're really yeah. involved in some sort of... Oh, she's giving him advice. She just gave him advice. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be doing that. Why is his face getting redder? <laughs> I don't know, Dr. Ruth, but I will tell her, be careful out there. Remember when Bill Clinton... When his wife was under investigation and Bill Clinton got caught meeting Loretta Lynch, A.G. Loretta Lynch on a, on a tarmac. Remember that story? Craziest thing. It was really, really impressive. It was impressive journalism. Another journalist who broke that story, 
He died recently. Huh, not even an older guy. Anyway, I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He's on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane. And he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.